Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. Good morning. I am Kara Hackelman. I am a certified life and weight loss coach and the owner of Concierge Weight Loss. I help women just like you lose weight for the last time. So I am super thrilled to get to bring today's topic to you. The last week of our family kids at home, summer break kind of a of a, a series, we are going to talk today about creating a goal weight lifestyle. And we're going to do that specifically right now by unleashing joy through family experiences. So what all that big jumbled up mess means is that as you're creating your experiences and your family fun and all of that for the summer, we're also creating our goal weight lifestyle. And that's really the part that lights me up right now. I have got to a place where I know how to lose weight just doing the stuff. I'm not even in the middle or beginning anymore. Like I am doing it. I still have weight I want to lose specifically for myself. And of course it's specifically for myself. That sounds silly, but I have weight I want to lose. And I meant not just for my clients, but my own personal weight I want to lose. And so as I'm doing it, I know how I do the things. And so now like the next section that I'm focusing on is not just the things, but how do the things look at my goal weight? And so this is that part that I'm excited to talk to you about today. So part of it is redesigning what our family experiences are going to look like. So typically summer break comes and with that, we're looking at a lot of um, things that maybe we liked as children, right? What were some of those things that you loved? I loved going outside and just, you know, complete abandon, getting to play all day outside. We climbed trees, we had fun, we went running around, we rode our bikes. Uh, when I was young, we had horses, and so we would go ride bareback because we were too, you know, in a rush to get on the horse that we didn't want to put the, the saddles on. And so we just played. We had so much fun. And of course, you want that for your kids, too, because, you know, we become adults way too quick in life. So let's let's encourage the fun as long as we can. So as I was growing up, food had a lot to do with a lot of the fun we had. So food was, you know, we would get ice cream from the ice cream truck. And it was a fun thing, but it was about food. I remember it being very strongly about food. I remember getting McDonald's and having a picnic. And so as a kid, it was very centered around food. And that food-centered kind of fun is brought up with me as I've become an adult. So today I want to talk to you, that goal lifestyle switch that I told you that I'm starting to look at, like how is it going to change for me as I've now lost weight and I am kind of more into that maintenance, that maintaining, how do I want my my future goal self to, to um, experience life? 
that's what today's about. So rewriting some of my memories so that I can focus on them just a little bit differently. The picnic that my mom had, yes, it was a thrown together Happy Meal Box picnic. We would just run through the drive-through, but we would put the blanket out at the park and it was all about spending time together. And so I just remember as a kid hearing the Happy Meal, the Happy Meal, the Happy Meal. But that was not where the experience was. The experience was that we had mom all to ourselves. She must have missed work or something that day. I have no idea why she was not there at work, but we had her at the park on the blanket with us. We got to run through the playground and have fun, you know, little crazy kids. And yes, we had the McDonald's Happy Meals. We each had our own. We didn't have to share anything. And so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But the Happy Meal is just a detail. The Happy Meal for McDonald's was just one of the many details of the day. And so I remember the blanket. I remember that we were sitting in the trees of the park and the light came through. And I just remember getting to have mom and it being a special thing. And so a slight shift in how I'm talking about it. And the whole day is about spending time with my mom and her making a very special memory for us at the park. The same thing with an ice cream truck. The ice cream truck came through uh, the neighborhood. Uh, the one I remember, I'm sure they came around, but we lived in the country. So um, when I was younger, I remember being at my aunt's and the ice cream truck coming down the road from her house. And I remember all of us getting, you know, told we could have money, which was a big deal, like that we could have some, some change to go get the ice cream. And then getting to be uh, down there at the ice cream truck, picking what we wanted and feeling like I was a big kid because I got to walk to the ice cream truck, I got to hold the money, I got to make my own decisions. And so there were some different experiences with that. It was not just about the ice cream. And so in that, like how we're telling the story, think about how you're telling your story from your memories. How are you telling the story to your children? We've talked this month about generational habits and what ones do you want to keep? Which ones do you want to break? And so food-centered experiences, I, I'm fine with food being there, but I no longer want them to be completely centered around food. So I have some um, more memories I want to share with you as we get going, but let's keep going here. So that power of experience is amazing. And in some things, the food is going to be absolutely front and center. But it doesn't have to be, especially as you're telling yourself the story. So when you're thinking about it, feelings are going to come up, right? Maybe a holiday. Let's pick Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is typically a very food-centered experience. And the thing is, is that the majority of it is not really about the food. It just happens to be that there's a lot of food that day. So in those types of food-centered experiences, think about what else makes the day so exciting. We're all together. We're all together. We cooked together that mom made 
a huge deal to have all of our favorite things there. So she made sure that we all were represented with some dish that was our favorite. And a lot of times that meant we had 10 carbohydrates because everybody picked something different. I still do not like mac and cheese, but we would have potatoes and noodles and mac and cheese and all those things, stuffing, all kinds of, of carbohydrates that day and everybody's favorite dessert. It's not about having the food, although that was nice too. It was that she made sure that we had our favorite thing. We had our favorite. She took the time to make sure that she knew what we wanted and that she had it there on the table. It was represented and it did not matter. So like we would have this huge abundance of different foods that maybe were not like a planned menu as far as like, we're going to have a couple of veggies, we're going to have a carbohydrate, we're going to have a meat or two. It was just everything. It was a big stock of everything anybody liked. And so that was that. I want to fast forward because we lost mom in um, 2021. And before that, I lost my sister in 2017. And the year we lost my sister, it was uh, we do our Thanksgiving the first weekend of November. And so that way everybody can still go to the other side of the family or their spouse or whoever's family, you know. So we have moved it to the first week of November for our family. And I remember that my sister passed, was it a week, a week or two uh, before we had our Thanksgiving. So nobody felt like doing anything. And the kids made sure that we had an amazing experience, that the other kids had an amazing experience. And so now we have these great memories of a time that was not anything anybody wanted. We did not want to be there without her. But yet out of that, these fabulous memories have now been made and habits have been created. And so our Thanksgiving now, it looks a little crazy because I don't have the largest of houses and we have a huge family. So all of the furniture gets moved either to the garage or to other rooms of the house, couch along the wall. We try to move everything out of uh, my kitchen and living room are connected. And so while all that was open for the tables and chairs for everybody, before we normally finish eating and we would put it all away. We'd put my house back together. The kids asked, can we have um, the chairs left out? We want to play musical chairs. And these are kids that are teenagers and 20-somethings. And so new family tradition created. Now we play the most ruckus game of musical chairs you've ever experienced. And so one of the adults gets given a remote. We play music really loud. It's fun. And then they pause and all, it's like, Oh gosh, it is a free for all to grab the chair with adult children. So they'll they'll be kind and let the littles play for a while. And then after a while, it's just known the littles are not in there anymore. So we created this, they, the kids, the kids created this memory. And now we have so much fun with it. Our holidays have, instead of being so, like we still have food, they're still overeating, they're still that kind of thing. But the focus is definitely on having fun together. And so I want to challenge you this summer. Where can you have fun together? And so last week we talked some about like fun and fitness outside. This week we're going to talk more about the fun and fitness outside, but definitely even indoors. Let's get it. Let's get uh 
let's get kind of um, curious. Where could we maybe make something a memory? Where, how could we make it just a little bit more special? When my, we have a lot of nieces and nephews. I haven't mentioned that before. And when they were little, it would overwhelm me to have all of them together. So a lot of times I would have one of them together at a time and I would call it um, their name and it was their special day. So like for me, it would be Kara Day. I'm going to have Kara Day and, but it would be their name. So I would take one of them and I would pick something fun that I thought they would like. And the entire time I'm focusing my attention on them. They felt so special. And I honestly think we didn't get to do very many of these because they all grew up on me. But they remember them. I I mean, we did the zoo. We did the museums. We did, um, I, I can't remember everything we did. We did a spa day. We did, we just did a lot of really fun things. I think one of them did a Build-A-Bear. And we did... Um, different exhibits or we would go for hikes or we would do something and it would just be very centered around that child and having fun and so I cannot even remember all the things we did but I remember getting that one-on-one attention with them and just having so much fun they felt so special and I got to just love on them immensely so Let's get curious. How can we make something special? So maybe we do a movie night with a theme. And so everyone is going to dress in a certain theme to go with that movie and we watch it together. Maybe it is cooking and baking together. Maybe it's something like that or it's an experiment. I've talked this month about MasterChef or picking a vegetable from the store that you've never had before and figuring out how to have it. So board game tournament or a puzzle challenge, especially being the summer, I could totally see having a puzzle on the table to pick at all day. And so even if you have more than one child, it would be a special time when one of them comes over and puts a couple pieces together with you. Uh, maybe you're doing an arts and crafts or a, or a DIY home decor for their bedroom piece or something, or just getting really good at storytelling reading sessions. I don't remember what this is called, but uh, when I was a scout leader, we would do sometimes these storytellings kind of round robin style. So maybe I start the story and then I end with a cliffhanger and then... And then you would pick up the next part of the story and you you just until you either have nothing left or until the timer's up, however you want to do it. But that could be something fun with your kids. Make some memories. So as I'm thinking about outside, like that picnic in the park with my mom, that nature hike that I've done with all the kids, my husband, my mom, my dad, they're big and they were my mom path, but all of them big into gardening and planting. And it's just fun to get out there and see how much um, nature just does on its own. And so that gardening and it came from a little seed and now we have big plants everywhere and then we're getting to eat them. It's so much fun. Um, scavenger hunts and geocaching and um, one fun thing, just looking at your neighborhood. What is historical that maybe you never even realized was there? Uh, some cultural things, go to the museum or go to like a historical landmark, go to a festival. There's all kinds of festivals. Find, um, a restaurant with a, a cuisine, like a, 
um, another country, another something type of culture and go experience that kind of cuisine. Just be open to trying something else or volunteer or a community service. There's so much that you can do that has nothing to do with food. So that transfer more transformative power of an experience versus a food kind of thing. So uh, um, a uh, experience-centered fun instead of a food-centered fun, it's going to be different. So think about that. It's going to totally be able to be something that helps you maintain your weight loss. And when you're out having fun and enjoying your kids, you're not wanting to just sit and get your entertainment from food. So that's going to be something. I started this conversation with how do I want my goal lifestyle to be? Because that's what's been on my mind. And so I want fun experiences with my family. I want to create fabulous memories that even when we can't be together, you know, everyone grows up and goes in, you know, their different responsibilities and lives. I have all of this fabulous memories to just draw on and remember. I Those last you forever. Telling you from someone who has lost some very dear people, the memories that I have with each of those people are what carry me. And so it makes it just a little more manageable that they're gone to have had such great memories with them. So it's going to enhance all of your family bonds. I want more bond with my family. I talk about nurturing relationships. Now that I'm no longer like eating with complete abandon anymore, I've learned to figure some of this out. And one of my friends that I talk to each day, um, we're, we're accountability partners for weight loss. She'll talk, she'll laugh when she says like, I'll say something about um, nurturing the relationship. And so I'll be, I'll be talking and I'll say something like, oh, I really want to, you know, pay attention to the relationship with this person. I, I want to put some extra effort into it, whether it's my husband or my son or our nieces and nephews, like I, those family bonds, those connections are very important to me. And so I want to make sure that I'm nurturing those relationships. And as my lifestyle goal, my, who I am when I'm at my goal weight, I want to make sure that my habits are physical and emotionally healthy with food. So like I'm physically having food that my body needs. I'm emotionally feeding myself foods that I want, but in a way that doesn't like create over desire. We're going to talk about that next week, but I want to make sure I'm nurturing myself and my body and my, my memories are, are there being created. So I hope that you get something out of all of that because I had a lot in my brain that I had to get out today. I really wanted to share it with you because how we're talking about these memories, it's just a small little shift from the experience and the fun and the joy and not really so much of the food. The food is like a background. What color shirt did you have on that day when you went there? Unless the shirt was a big part of that memory, it's just a detail. Yeah, like I'm sure we had food. Uh, I don't remember what we had, but we were all there together and we were doing this and we were having so much fun. So that little bit of shift, that's what I want for my goal self life. And I want it for you too. And you can start now. We don't have to wait until we're at goal to create this. As we are creating it now, we are already becoming the person we are going to be at goal. That is so gorgeous. Like, I love it. I 
had this dream in the beginning that I would be a better person. Life would be better when I lost weight. I'm sure you've thought this too. But the thing is, we can already create that. And as we create that, we are loving ourselves. We're loving the people around us. And we are having so much fun doing it. It makes it so much easier to do the things for weight loss. We are shifting away from it being food-centered. It's automatically going to move us closer to our weight loss goal and being able to maintain it. Doing those things now makes it absolutely possible that when you do get to your goal, it'll just be easy to maintain because you're already doing all the things. So that long-lasting effect that weight loss has and really thinking about our complete well-being. All right, so I am finished up now with the family kids challenge for the month. I hope that you got something to be able to maintain, to be able to lose, and have so much fun with your kids, creating that future you now. Okay, so next, I want to make sure that you're dialing in, put it on your calendar, because all next month is a Freedom Series Challenge, and I am excited to bring it to you. We're going to start that off next Wednesday, and because of the holiday, I am going to have a pre-recorded live, so that one, I've already recorded it, and it's going to be published for you to listen to. It will be there. I will just be able to answer in the questions for the holiday. I didn't want you to miss out on anything, but mark your calendar for every week next month so that you don't miss a single of our Freedom Challenge, and the next thing for you to do is take that free course. If you have not taken my free quick start weight loss course, I don't know what you're waiting on. That is going to be the next step in your weight loss like journey. It's the first next step. You have to do that first. It helps you with your four simple steps. It puts your brain in alignment with how to take care of yourself. So let's get started with that. It's in the bio. It's coachingcara.com forward slash free course, whatever, just run and get that. And I will see you next week. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingcara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.